Adults only, explicit content, bad language, controversial topics, Ian hates music. Warning. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And I'm Dave. We are not live today, but we're live right now, Dave, you and right I. Right now. Yep. Still reco- you're still uh, recovering from that live episode? or? Yeah, man. I couldn't drink anything the whole time because you wouldn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to be honest, I really liked how people responded to the episode no one was like holy shit the quality was bad like none of that the only issue they had was that instagram wasn't the best place to live stream no and i mean we'll, we'll eventually figure that out that was a pain in the ass and we kind of did it within 15 minutes right but i do like the idea of the live show because i literally did no editing that sounds pretty nice it was very nice good sir and once again We have a shit ton to talk about today, one of them being that later on this week, I am going to see, finally, Hawthorne Heights and friend of the show, Sienna Skies. That sounds nice. It sounds like a good time. Wish wish I could say the same for myself, but um, Rock on the Range in Ohio kind of takes them away from me, so. Ah, sorry, buddy. Look, I've seen Hawthorne Heights a million times, so that's not the biggest deal to me. The biggest one is Sienna Skies. Okay, yeah, I, I've, I've yet to see Hawthorne Heights, and gotcha. I, that's definitely on the bucket list. Well, what's cool is they're doing, besides Rock on the Range, they're doing like a 50-city tour, I think, so everyone mm-hmm. should definitely look that up. I will be hanging out with Sienna Skies because they happen to come to Boston at the worst possible time, apparently. <laughs> they come on Marathon Monday. The what? The Marathon. The what? the marathon it's freezing freezing cold basically snowing and it's going to be like that for the rest of the week that's so nice yep what a way to welcome a bunch of australian dudes oh yeah perfect so hopefully i'll have a report back from there obviously the show because i've been waiting to see sienna skies for years now so this is a big opportunity to be able to do that make sure you check out all their tour dates because i know they're going to a shit ton of places, but Dave, until then, how about we get started, but I think let's go with some hate mail. Mail, motherfucker! Dave, 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 it is hate mail time. People can always, always get in touch with us and ask us weird, ridiculous questions that maybe involve music, maybe don't. It doesn't really matter to us. You can get in touch with Dave, Dave of Doom on Instagram, and then, of course, myself, Ian Hates at Ian Hates Podcast, no S, 
on what is it? Twitter, Instagram, and then on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Ian Hates. I feel like I'm talking a lot and not taking any breaths, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, there we go. And then also email ianhates at gmail.com. Ask us questions. Hate mail time. Dave, I think my voice broke there, but it's okay. Trying that whole new, like, no editing thing. So, Dave, yeah. go ahead. What do you have for us? All right. So, our buddies from the Skinny with Mike and Adam reached out. Oh, and, yeah. uh Mike had a couple good questions. Mike? Um, yep. Oh, Mike. He wants to know what was the album or or songs that made us or made made what made us pursue music <laughs> as a hobby, I should say. Like why are we here right now talking about music, you know? <laughs> sure. That sounds good. Now, do you want me to take that one or do you want it first? Uh I I'll, I'll, I'll tackle it first. Mine's pretty simple. Um Simple plan. I ooh what year um <laughs> the uh after the crash of fuse tv oh you know, you know sure like i always like i couldn't find good music outlets you know like you could i'm not gonna jump on the alt press thing that's not what i really like <laughs> sure. i really loved fuse tv man like yeah so much good shit on there um and then it's all gone and we're left with shitty magazines putting out shitty articles True. Then you finally find some podcasts, and then you become heavily involved, and well, here I am. So if you want to talk scene music, I guess, the yeah. first thing I saw that actually probably scared me into liking the music in the first place was I was super young, and I wasn't allowed to watch MTV. My parents were very strict. Yeah, wasn't allowed to watch MTV, but I was, because fuck them, right? Oh, yeah. Watching and Got the Life by Korn came on. Huh. And that music video was so like not what I was expecting for a band. I considered them like death metal at the yeah. time. I was like, oh no, I don't know what's going yeah. on here. So that was the first thing. But I was into radio really, really early on. And that's okay. where my career really started. So I loved all the shock jocks that yeah. I could like get my hands on. So, you know, first it was Howard Stern, then it was Opie and Anthony. And that's what really got me into radio in general. I did college radio. I did other radio. And then that led to podcasts. So yeah, started with the music, got into radio, and then it went there. Yeah. And honestly, I, I don't want to leave out MySpace, really. MySpace was oh, a huge influence. True. You know? Very, very and true. And I really miss those days looking back on it. Like, it was such a easy way to find music and bands way better than what we have right now in my opinion right but um yeah so it, it's a little tougher to discover new music today it's kind of a closed off area which could be why our scene kind of struggles right now and why but, we're um, here yep <laughs> it's very true we want the scene to thrive yep. because obviously we are the scene of course and i gotta tell you the one thing i don't like everything on the internet obviously but one of the yeah. things i did like was when everyone's been attacking facebook recently and if you don't know why do your research because it is really fucked up. But what are you going to do? We only have so many social medias that actually work. Vero. Um, so <laughs> that's a, you know, look into that yourselves. But what I liked was people were like, hey, let's go back to MySpace. And if that actually worked, that would be amazing. But yeah, I don't I really think it's ever. It yeah, I don't think it's ever going to happen. 
I wish. Like, I would be on that train pretty... Especially, I mean, MySpace, they kind of fucked themselves. Oh, they, they did. They changed the layout like crazy. And eventually, that last year, it was fucking struggling. Well, they didn't adapt with the times. They could have easily made it like a Facebook with yeah. your own homepage. But they just didn't want... They didn't want to admit to themselves that something else was coming along that was going to work. I know. You know, remember how much time you spent picking your MySpace song? Oh, yeah. No, no, and my background. I mean, oh, I think yeah. I had a static lullaby for like forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So basically, I think that's it. I do like that question, but I think that really does cover it because then it just became as much rock, metal, post-hardcore, hard, like everything I could get happened yeah. after that moment. As soon as I got Follow the Leader, I went back yeah. to all the previous Korn albums and then went from there throughout like tons and tons of music, so. Yeah. And our next question from Mike, he wants you to rank the top pizza chains, whether that be Pizza Hut, Domino's, Papa John's, Little Caesars even. I don't know. He he named only three, but what are your top three chains? Pizza Hut, Pizza Hut, CeCe's Pizza. CeCe's? Oh, get that shit out of now, here. Now, look, I'll even tell you, you want to learn about Ian? You know how you talk about having an Ian hates conversation <laughs> yeah. on Ian? My yeah. family was very, very poor for okay. most of my life, probably until college, yep. somewhere around there. So a $4 or a $5 all-you-can-eat pizza place? Uh-huh. Come on, man. It tastes like True. fucking gold. Yeah, that's why Little Caesars is on my list. Ah, because, there you go. Man, I can feed... Well, I have three absolute savage animals upstairs. <laughs> if you throw a $5 pizza down... Oh my gosh, they just hands, they don't even pick it up by the crust. Right. They pick it up by the, like. The cheese. Yeah, I can just open the door and just slide the pizza in there, the scoot it in, and it's gone. It's like so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> my number one, I'm not sure if it's much of a chain. I know it's in Ohio and Indiana, but it's um Godfather's Pizza. Yeah, I know Godfather's, but that's because I lived in Ohio. Yep. Yeah. I fucking love Godfather's, man. It's a Midwest um, place, I think. Yeah. I think it's in Nebraska, uh, Iowa, places like that. Good shit. Well, look, and I'll tell you, look, I explained CeCe's, but the reason for me, first of all, fuck Domino's. And if anyone likes Domino's, <laughs> stop listening to this show because it's fucking garbage. All right. But Pizza Hut, yeah. because I moved around so much, you know, being an Air Force brat, Pizza was the one place where all the time it tasted the same. So it was like you yeah. were almost going home. Yeah. Plus, true. you know, being cheap. And then also they are engineering gods for pizza. <laughs> Seriously, putting cheese into a crust. Oh, my you're gosh, amazing. We owe our lives to Pizza Hut. They don't get what they deserve all the time. They are the greatest. Period. Yep. They're, they're, they're out there, man. Like, I think I had so much of it growing up that maybe like I burnt myself out, but the stuffed crust, man, you throw one of those down, no matter what I'm jumping all over it. Exactly. And one of the reasons why I hate Boston so much is because there are no pizza huts within a five mile radius. <laughs> You're leading right into Adam's question. Are oh shit. <laughs> so you and I bitch all the time about Ohio. We make fun of Ohio. Of course you hate Boston. I lived there before. Yeah. Yeah. Why are, why are we, why do we live where we hate, basically, and why don't we leave? It is very funny because a lot of people do say that at times. I mean, look, 
I think in most cases, people bitch about where they live no matter what, because no place is perfect, unless you're living on a beach. And even then, maybe you get sunburned too much. You're like, ah, oh, I can't believe the sun. But yeah. in general, you can't leave because you don't have money to leave. Yeah. That's the reason. It's awesome. And I love hearing stories about people that just pick up and they go to a brand new city and they just completely start over. Like that is awesome when you have the ability to do that. Most people that do that, though, they have their parents paying for them or they have a trust fund or they have, you know, whatever. With me, I'm paying student loans and astronomical rent in Boston. I can't afford just to pick up and leave. Plus, I'm a chemical engineer. And even though chemical engineering can be done in multiple areas, I don't really want to go to the Midwest and do some shitty job being a chemical engineer. Yeah. So... That's kind of the way it works. That's why I can't leave yet. But believe me, I think about it all the time. Plus, here's another thing, too. You've got a family. You're about to be married. You're about to have another kid on the way. At least you have someone. If I leave, it's like I'm starting completely over again and have to find a brand new girl somehow with no friend connections and no nothing. Yeah, dude, that that honestly would be difficult, I think. It really is, because what, what am I supposed to do? Like... I go to a bar and drink by myself and hope that women come up and I can start conversations like, oh, I just came here. I have no friends and no social network, but please, let's talk. I don't know if that works. (laughs) Oh, man. You can't rely on everyone knowing that I have podcasts. Yeah, that's true. So I'm kind of in Ohio because, man, I'm still pretty close with all my family. A lot Mm -hmm. of my family's still around. I had a I had a choice, you know, when I went to college, you know, I could have gone away to school. Um, but the expense I think is unnecessary and the um especially for what I was doing, um, art that is, I right. could easily do it from where I live. So I just stuck around. I still wanted to race motocross on the weekends. So if I move mm-hmm. away, that's gone. Can't do right. that. Um, especially now, especially you said with the family and the kid, like there's no technically now since um three of the kids I'm their stepdad I we can't move right. a certain distance um yeah I'll have to deal with Ohio shitty weather um <laughs> but I mean I do have a ton of friends and uh family here rub so, it in just rub it buddy, in <laughs> my buddy actually moved out to LA and he tried the whole let's start fresh type of thing move out to LA uh, he, move out to LA <laughs> <laughs> it happened just about like how that song yeah um he was living with four other dudes um his rent was thirty thirty two hundred dollars a month (laughs) um and he pretty much said fuck this and he came back like a month ago okay yeah la would never be on my list of places like nope the list of places i want to live are actually cheaper than anything in boston but finding a job like if i can actually get these podcasts to give me money Then I can move, and that would be awesome. But right now, I'm a chemical engineer. I do a lot of high-tech work, and this is where the jobs are. And it sucks because I do hate Boston. I mean, we're going to get into it at some point, not in this episode, but in another one. Sienna Skies were telling me how awful it is here, how they (laughs) almost got into fights. They saw another person punch a woman in the face or something, like wrap a shoe around her face. (laughs) Boston is not a fun place to be. No. So I don't want to no, speak for them. Fun. You know, they might have been joking, but maybe you'll hear that in a conversation in the future. But Ooh. 
outsiders don't like Boston. And no, so if you could go somewhere, where would you go? Oh, Texas in a second. I was yeah, dude. Texas, Colorado, or Utah. Oh, there I you think go. That would be my spot. Yeah. Like for me, it's Texas, it's San Antonio, Austin, Dallas. Yep. Right there. I would do San Diego as well. That's mm-hmm. the one place in California that I'd be like, yeah, I would go there. And then now I get to say New Orleans. Oh, yeah? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you said it was pretty nice there. I actually had a job offer years ago in a place called Orca Island, which is off of like the coast of Seattle. Oh. Kind of. And the weather would probably blow. Oh, yeah, man. I, <laughs> I'd have to take a boat everywhere to work. Um, it would be a, it'd be fun to do, but not like live there like forever, you know. Captain Dave. Yep. <laughs> Fuck water. That's another go. thing about me. I fucking hate water, man. What's always weird about wow, we are going on so many tangents, but it is really fun. When I do like first dates and dating here in Boston, a lot of the women here they love being near the ocean, and they say that's like one of the main things they have to have. Like they can't move anywhere where they're not near the ocean. <laughs> I don't understand that whatsoever. I couldn't care less. Like no, I could not. It's a care dangerous less. place. <laughs> Fuck the ocean. Shark party. We're having a shark party. Shark infested daughters. <laughs> did you go to a? Did were you from a a Jesselnik? Uh, reference right there then you jump well i did but you i like that you capped on it i am going to see jeslinick live for the first time next week oh dude he's in columbus friday dude you should go i have to go i keep forgetting it's my brother's birthday he's hilarious i've had tickets the last two times he's come to boston and then i've had to leave town and i haven't been able to go this time though it's right before a wedding i have to go to so i know i'm going to be here Oh man, that sounds so fun! I forgot. Glad we brought that up. Now, now I have to go look at those tickets. They're pretty cheap too. Look, I like that you know Shark Party. Oh, I love Shark Party. The reason why he was fired. (laughs) 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 Look, we don't want to do Jeselnik bits, but go on Netflix, watch Thoughts and Prayers, and just thank us later. And his other ones, uh, was it called Caligula? Caligula and Shakespeare. Oh, so fucking good, man! So fucking good. Yeah. Well, look, we can't even go into that. Look at this. Hate mail's already taking up like half of our show. Yep. Thanks, Mike and Adam. Yes. Thank you, Mike and Adam. Another very fine podcast, even though anyone who lets Dave on, I'm not sure is a good podcast. Yeah, they got to be questionable. Yeah. Tell me about it. (laughs) (laughs) So on that note, Dave, why don't we go on to our favorite part of the show? All right, man. Wow. It is album review time. And holy shit, do we have a lot to go over. There is a lot. I put a lot of time into this week. About time. I know. (laughs) Well, what we're going to do again, because we have so many, is kind of do that little short version and then go more in depth into some of the albums that we really, really want to talk about. So let's start off right away with the band Off-Road Minivan. Spiral Gaze EP on Tooth and Nail Records. This is rock alternative, kind of on the slower side at times, but there are only 
four tracks, so you don't really get to get into it as much. But one of the reasons why we bring it up is because this is Ryan Tuck O'Leary's side project from Friend of the Show, Fit for a King. And yep. it's obviously a lot different than Fit. Yeah. But I enjoyed it for what it was. It just didn't completely grab me because there are a lot of other bands that sound like this. Yeah, it, it's kind of slow-paced. Um, awesome band name, though. Off-Road Minivan. Yeah. Badass. Right, it has that like indie connotation in it. You can hear a little indie in them as well. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with this. It's actually good, but it just doesn't connect as much because there's only four tracks and, you know, no unclean vocals. It's good. I, I don't want to say it's bad because it's not. No, it's definitely not bad. It's just... I, I, I want a little bit more. I, right. See what I can think of it. You know, like a full album. It didn't catch me. It wasn't long enough to really reel me in. Makes sense. Next up, we have Behind the Facade, Dancing in a Sinkhole EP. And this is an independent release. This is a three-piece alternative pop punk band. But this only has three tracks. So it's even a little bit harder to get into. It's female-fronted, yeah. but they have a pretty unique vocal style though it's not like paramore it has i don't know there's something unique about her voice that makes it stand yeah. out a little bit more makes them not sound like everyone else yeah which is good yeah i like that you know there are very bubblegum lyrics on the first track and then you go on i mean one of the actual like lines is happiness is a choice i choose to be happy hmm. and i <laughs> certainly don't agree with that because no. i don't think you get to choose to be happy that's just my own no. opinion but you know the other two tracks are a little bit less bubblegum, but I think they're worth being on your radar if you like female-fronted pop-punk bands because I'm yeah. sure they've got more in them. Yeah, definitely. There's not that. I don't think there's really that many female pop-punk bands. Not as many, and they kind of sounded like early Courage My Love, and early uh -huh. Courage My Love was really fucking good. Yeah, so, yes, it was. Yeah, if they come back with something strong like that, I'm all for it. Agreed. Next, we have Settle Your Scores, Better Luck Tomorrow on Sharp Tone Records. This is aggressive pop punk slash easy core. Second album for them, 12 tracks. Now, they go back and forth between a pop punk band and a day to remember slash four years strong. I was going to say, this is what four years strong should be doing. <laughs> yes, I know a lot of people miss that. That is yep. absolutely for sure. And I know this sounds like, oh, well, why aren't you delving into this a lot? I liked it. And, yeah. you know, there are clean vocals throughout. And then all of a sudden, unclean vocals come in when it wants to be easy core. But for me, it was fun. But there wasn't much to it to actually go into huge detail. It's a pop punk band that likes to be easy core from time to time. Yeah. And did you catch that song? Um, Keep your chin up and your expectations down. Is that a day to remember? It's the opposite. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's keep your hopes up high, hopes up high and your head down your low. Head down low. Yep, exactly. So yeah, obviously they are fans of a day to remember. Oh yeah. And you can hear it. Yeah. So look, if you want that fun pop punk band that also likes to do easy core from time to time, this is definitely a good band for you to check out. Oh, for sure. I'll go back to this one a couple more times. I'm I'm almost sure, but I think they're I think they're on tour right now too. So check them out. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Now we've got this curse 
from the Darkest of Places EP, and this is an independent release. This is alternative metalcore slash post-hardcore, seven tracks. And one thing to note right away is Ricky Armolino of This or the Apocalypse actually helped with the production for this as well. Okay. So once again, okay. he's often behind the scenes when we don't always know it, but I actually read this one, so I was happy about that. <laughs> the vocals here are screamed and strained almost yeah. to a breaking point in most cases, but I think that actually sets them apart from a lot of bands because of that. And then there are also the clean kind of balanced parts that are also, you know, intertwined. Yeah, it's this one. I, I have to give more time. I think. It, I mean, those vocals are kind of strenuous at times. I, I can't imagine how that plays live. It'd be interesting. I think they're playing in New York coming up soon. Maybe even like before they're playing with Call It Home, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. So maybe it's like a CD release party or something. I tend <laughs> yeah. to enjoy strained, you know, vocals like that. It's just with this yeah. one, it's like I didn't feel anything else that really stood out but there are some fun songs there's some good chugging parts and everything i enjoyed it it's just i think they might get lost in the mold of everything else yeah i i I can definitely tell with that but i am looking forward to what they have in the future like always more music's always a good thing exactly especially when we like it yeah and now you know because we mentioned them let's go on to call it home with Better Days. This is an independent release. Metalcore, post-hardcore, 10 tracks, no filler. I thought this had really good back and forth between the clean and unclean vocals. Sounds a lot like newer Famous Last Words mixed with Chasing Safety. Oh, Chasing Safety. I didn't pick that one up. I picked up another. Oh, what do you got? Yes. So I was I was just listening to the tracks in order. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know Michael Swank was on this, but I'm thinking Micah relocate the entire time. Ah, <laughs> that's a good pickup I'm like, too. Holy shit, he's actually on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's very true. I do miss Micah relocate a lot too. I know, man. Where are they at? I heard they're working on new music. I hope. I hope so as well. <laughs> I saw them with slaves band. and they were really good. Yeah. But yeah, another big thing about this is Landon Tours of The Plot New. He does yeah, a guest a vocal spot as well. Part, yeah, it, it was a very small part, but I just like hearing him. Of course. Yeah, he's he's an animal. He is. It's true. But yeah, man, I mean, I thought there were good chuggy guitars, good clean and unclean vocals. The production was good here. Some electronics kind of mixed in, but I don't think it was overwhelming. So I Not think they did all. a really like polished sophomore album because i'm pretty sure this is sophomore album for them right yeah okay yeah they had an ep i think somewhere in the middle here i think they're original 2014 they released unfamiliar now 2013 they had a self-titled ep Yeah, yeah so i don't know i mean they're doing well right now i was happy we played the singles at least one of them before this all went down so i was impressed i enjoyed it i think they're catchy as fuck yeah, I think this is probably my favorite release this week, too. Damn. Damn. Well, in that case, and by the way, so we, I don't even know if we called out everyone. Besides Landon Tours, we also had Jaden Panesso and Michael Swank. Yep. You know, there's some good variety here. You know, it's that kind of post-hardcore, metalcore, one of the styles that I very much enjoy. Yeah, I think when they like do features and stuff, I really do think like whoever's featured on the song, I'm sure there's like some type of contract with it. 
I think they should be they should post it as well, you know. I mean, I would be proud of it if I did it. Well, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't you think it kind of goes a little bit to the whole Ian hates conversations thing as well? Like yeah, some posts, some don't. Like I just think people once it's out of their hands, they're like this person yeah. did it and now it's their responsibility. Yeah, it's true. You should always repost your things. It's like projects, your your any type of work you've done to represent yourself, you should be posting. I agree. I totally agree. Well, because this is your favorite release of this week, what do you got for me song-wise? Um, I'm kind of biased with a Michael Swank track, Lost Cause. Let's do it. Get those shoulders bouncing, baby. <laughs> Once again, that's Call It Home, Better Days, and it's an independent release. Next up, let's hit them high, let's hit them hard. Breaking Benjamin, Ember, on Hollywood Records. This is Radio Rock. This is number six for full-length albums for them. Twelve tracks, two interludes. Every single they released for this album was great. Yes, sir. Now... Dave, before I go into everything, what did you think? Because you're not a huge Breaking Benjamin fan. I'm not. And I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, not really surprised because I did like enjoy all the singles. And I would for sure not be pissed if this came on the radio. Right. Exactly. I think we call it Radio Rock, but it's on that very high end of Radio Rock. Yeah, this is a good transition band, you know? Like, they can get radio rock, but they can also play with, like, a post-hardcore or hardcore, like, uh, tour lineup, you know? Right. I don't think they'd be booed off stage. No, the sad part is, and this is kind of sad, kind of awesome for them, I guess, they're so yeah. fucking huge mm -hmm. that they tour stadiums and, unfortunately, bring along Five Finger Death Punch. Yes, and no one wants that. Yeah, it would be really nice if they toured with anyone like if they took the plot and you out with them yeah you know something like awful. call it home you know whatever whoever it happens to be it would be yep. cool to kind of transition people more into that but no they're gonna do the you know the high money makers yeah that's more money i mean i can see i'm sure that's not all in their hands of who they're going no, out with all the time probably not i would highly doubt that they all get along either especially if moody's still with them yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be my guess. But one of the things that I loved about this so much is that this is one of those bands that consistently deliver while keeping true to their original sound. Yes, they do. I really do appreciate that because they, they know what sells, but they also are doing what they want. And there's a good balance. Right. Like, you don't see that often. When bands change on their oath. That wasn't even a cough. <laughs> we're, we're doing what makes us happy and all this bullshit which is it's fine and all but 
don't be pissed when you're not a band anymore because you sold five records. Um, number which they four. Did. Number four. <laughs> <laughs> but but I understand. yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, they sell four records, meaning like total copies is what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm saying they're literally number four on the charts. Oh yeah, they made a shit yeah, ton but, of money. I know, but you know, over time, I mean, we've seen it before. Uh, bands come off a great album and they do that change, Sleeping with Sirens. Let's mm-hmm. cheers to this awesome album. So everyone jumped on Feel because the last one was so good. Right. And Feel was their top sold album from Let's Cheers to This. And then they went down the shitter. True. No, I, I agree. But that's why Breaking Benjamin is so good at what they do because they Perfect. stick with what they know and what they like. Because really, it's Ben. Yeah. I mean, Ben's yeah. the one doing everything. And what I think is so intriguing about this album as well is that really no one thought they were going to come back. No, not many people would think that at all. (laughs) No, why would you? I mean, Dear Agony came out in 2009, and they didn't return until Dark Before Dawn in 2015. That's a long time. And you would think that when you come back, you'd have to you know, claw your way up to the top again. They just went back into what they do. Yeah, but they're so good at it, man. Like I said, it's all about that balance of uh, some change, but also making yourself happy. And I think they really nailed that. With I don't think they have a bad release, like you said. They don't. They absolutely don't. Maybe the one that I don't listen to as much was Dark Before Dawn. Okay. But really, everything else I do, I have two stories for Breaking Benjamin that I always remember. First of all, I've seen them many times. You know, yeah. before the stadium. Now I won't go because, you know, Five Finger Death Punch. But <laughs> seen them many times. I remember seeing them. I was in high school, middle school, one of the two. I could drive, so not middle school. So I went ahead and I went to a venue, but I had school to go to. And I knew I was going to miss the first band. And it was a tour. I forget the entire. I think it was like Nonpoint, not Godsmack. It was like Nonpoint, Godspeed, Systemic. Yeah. And Breaking huh. Benjamin. And I was like, well, Systemic has two albums out. So obviously they're going to be on after Breaking Benjamin. But when I showed up, Systemic was done. I was like, ah, oh, shit. I missed this good new metal band at the time. And then Breaking <laughs> Benjamin comes on. And I'm like, oh, fuck these guys. Like, I didn't want to be here for this. And then Ben just starts making faces and playing songs off Saturate. And I was like, who the fuck is this? This is amazing. <laughs> it was yep. so damn good. And then I ended up taking that on a European trip that I went on and just listening to Saturate for like two weeks straight. Boot up. It was so fucking good. It still is. Go listen to that album because it's still amazing. Solid band. That's for sure. Solid as a rock. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, this album to me encapsulates their entire catalog, which is pretty damn impressive. You can hear bits and pieces of their entire career in this album, which is like unheard of for where they are right now. So good on them. I remember seeing them in small ass venues where it looked like they would never be anything. And then they come out and they make this almost perfect album. Yep. And yeah, I would say this is my favorite release from them. Well, I was thinking of playing, did we play down before? (laughs) We played so many. I know. I don't remember which ones. All right. Well, let's just play down then. Does that work? Down. Yes, down would be good. All there's right. a couple. There's a lot of gems on here, so it's true. It's pretty hard to. Pick. Yeah, you're not going wrong with any of them. So, all right, here's down. Hey, oh, 
like they need any help from us. Once again, that's Breaking Benjamin, Ember, on Hollywood Records. Yep, I have a feeling that'll be on the favorites for a lot of people by the end of the year. Yeah, I'm glad we gave them the Ian Hates music rub, because they were really worried there. <laughs> oh yeah, they were scared of their uh, listeners right there. <laughs> they, gain all, they need to get so many more downloads, you know? So many more. Charge $500 for VIP and shit. next up we have gutter life radio silence on ci records this is melodic alternative punk from long island this is i believe their first full length 12 tracks i think one interlude and really man i had a lot of fun with this this kind of came out of nowhere yeah right yeah great really like raspy punk vocals on top of that they're like Three people in the band, I believe, that do vocals for this yeah. as well. It's like a gravelly rancid. Yeah, and like I said, I had to I dove into them a couple of weeks ago because they're on tour really soon in mm-hmm. Ohio in Columbus. So oh shit, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. They're with they're either with Carousel Kings, yes, or they're that they're makes with sense. Carousel- yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to look into that show. That's for sure because this is a really good release. Yeah, man. It's fast-paced. It's really fun. Even when they slow it down, I think for that one, really has a good buildup, and it sounds right. Like I don't, I'm not surprised that they're doing that because they do it well. Yep, you can do anything. Just do it well. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I mean, also, I think what gives them a little bit extra is that even sometimes you hear some out of genre type things. Like every once in a while, you hear some post-hardcore. They throw in a breakdown. Every once yeah. in a while. It's not like they're screaming over it or anything, but it's still there. The dynamics are there. Yeah, everyone should really go check these guys out. That's for sure. Yeah, man, absolutely. And let me, I don't know how familiar you are with Armor for Sleep, but doesn't yes. that one track sound like Armor for Sleep? Yes, I'm trying to remember which track this is. I think it's yeah. Awake. We're going to play okay. that one because I want people okay. to hear it. Because I thought originally that maybe they were trying to cover that track. And I was like, no, it's not. It's just, it sounds exactly like it. Wow. So weird. So very strange. So why don't we do that? Why don't we play a little bit of Awake? There was. Everyone heard it. It was definitely there. (laughs) But man, once again, really enjoyed my way through this album. I hope people take a listen because they are a smaller band and everything. But man, if you like that punk thrash that has like some 
pop punk and hardcore tendencies in there, you're really yeah. going to like that. Yep, for sure. I know I really enjoyed it. For sure. So once again, that's Gutter Life, Radio Silence on CI Records. Now we've got The Fallen Prodigy, Relive, Regret, Repeat, and it's an independent release. This is Metalcore, 11 tracks, no filler. This is female-fronted. Jay does both soaring cleans and uncleans, growling, mid-range, kind of barking sometimes. She does a really, really good job. I don't know if you would know that this was female-fronted unless I told you. No, no, you wouldn't know. You have to do some research on these guys. Um, This is a phenomenal album, too. Really well done, right? Oh, yeah. All the way through. Yeah. I was shocked because... I think this is their first full-length album, uh, if I'm not mistaken. I've only seen singles yes. before. Yeah, yep. so I think I mentioned on the show before, I've been waiting a long time to really hear this out, and I was very, very happy about it. Yeah, I, I will listen to this all probably for the, this probably might, might be on my best ofs at the end of the year. There you go. Very nice. Could be. On top of that, they have a couple, once again, or a few, guest vocals here we've got will ramos and actually not only guest vocal i think i guess guest guitarist as well because they have will ramos angel vivaldi and then of course friend of the show lauren babick of red-handed denial and crazy 88 i think we played that on the show before yeah but we need to really take a moment to appreciate that song again (laughs) it's really fucking good good. yeah really damn good and what I like about this is, though, even though they kind of have some cliche lyrics from time to time, which, you know, every band can have, obviously, they like to switch things up so that you're not bored. It's yeah. not typical, you know, quote unquote, typical metalcore because they add in a lot more. Like sometimes I swear Jay's doing some like deathcore whales sometimes and then switches it up completely. And I'm sure someone else in the band does some of the uncleans from time to time. Because this sounds so dynamic and so really well done. You're not going to get bored listening to this. No. If you get bored, something's wrong with you. I'd agree. Because not only that, there's really great guitar work. There's old school breakdowns. I mean, come on. Who doesn't like a lead up to a huge breakdown where you hear, you don't know shit. And then bam. (laughs) I mean, come on. It's old school. I love that kind of shit. And blacks galore. (laughs) So, yeah. Where are you going to go wrong here? No, you can't go wrong. This is definitely a one for everyone to go check out. Yeah. They're not reinventing the wheel, but they really fucking shine that wheel and made it really good. So <laughs> I would say make sure you go and support this band because I know they've been working really hard. You can tell in this music. It's just really cool when you see everything come together. I've been waiting for this for a while, like I said. And it's just really awesome to see that they definitely didn't disappoint. That's for sure. Yep, there's definitely uh, going to be good things from this band. Oh, yeah. So, Dave, what track would you like to hear? Track two is it, uh, Boy Cried Wolf or something like that. Yeah, it's just Boy Who Cried Wolf. Here we go. Yeah. 
Got them shoulders moving again. <laughs> so once again, that's the Fallen Prodigy. Relive, regret, repeat, and it's an independent release. Now we've got War on Women, Capture the Flag on Bridge Nine Records. This is feminist, punk, alternative, thrash, rock, hybrid. This is their second album. 12 tracks, no filler. Guest vocals by the lead vocalist for Sharptooth which I was not a fan of. Nope. And also guest vocalists on multiple tracks, I believe, from Joanna Angel. Now, Dave, I know Nikki probably listens to the show, but do you know who Joanna Angel is? No, I don't. That is a very tattooed up porn star. Oh, oh, how fun. One of my favorites, actually. <laughs> Why don't we get a fucking Ian hates question? Why so don't we get a with that pre-order? Yeah, why don't we get a hate mail? Question <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought she did a good job though. Yeah, I thought she definitely did. But I understand why you're keeping a little hush hush, Dave. Totally yep, understand. Sure wink, are. wink, wink. <laughs> but I gotta say, like this band is very much on the same message wavelength as Sharp Tooth. But if you remember. We did not like Sharptooth at all. We did not. No. no. And most of it had to do with the vocals of Sharptooth. So that's where we differ here because I actually really enjoyed most of the tracks on this one for Capture the Flag because I really like their lead vocalist, like not only her vocal style, but I like the punkiness of this. Yeah. The content is where it misses with me. Well, that's because you're yeah. a fucking woman hater, so. It's exactly why. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I guess this is what we don't understand, maybe. So, and I, I've got a question for you. Maybe it's because yeah. I identify as male. Yep. But are there male bands that only focus on male issues? Like, are there male bands that only focus on being great at all sports inventing things running companies going to the moon like is that something that only male bands uh, sing about not in this scene <laughs> <laughs> i just want to piss people off so much but yeah i i guess maybe i don't pay attention to those kind of things so i'm completely fine with what they're singing about yeah it, it just i kind of listen to music to get away from some of that shit you know I guess in a way it's very similar because I know you brought this up on the show before. You don't want really politics in your music. Generally, no. Right. It, it happens from time to time, but in general, yeah. no. And that to me makes sense. So why would you enjoy this as much? Because that's what they're saying in all their songs. And I'm glad that there's a voice for it. Yeah. But I don't connect to it as much because maybe I just wouldn't even connect if a guy was singing about stuff like this either. No, no, not at all. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like this band and I like what they're doing. 
I do think it's funny though sometimes. I mean, I I know they do it in, in at least in at least one of the tracks here. But I always think it's funny when people threaten to beat people up in music. Yeah. It's yeah. really really weird. I mean, it's like when I think we talked about it before when like a vegan band will threaten to hit the cheeseburger out of my hand. It's like, nah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> or Alston from Waterparks uh, threatens to beat someone up in the song Tantrum. <laughs> oh, hey Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, oh my God. you can talk big as much as you want in your music, but are you actually going to be able to follow through on it? <sighs> not Alston. Not Austin. Austin. No. No. So I don't know. I mean, we're making jokes, obviously, but... This is a specifically designed band to give women a voice that they might not have, which is awesome. But you have to like politically charged music. And that's what this is. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's something, all right. Oh, Dave. <laughs> You're in the He-Man Woman Haters Club. Pretty much, man. I mean, I can't think of a track to play here. No, because there is none. Oh, Dave. <laughs> oh how dare you how dare is there you? any filler songs maybe you can play one of those i'll find a track good luck sir dig deep oh i know we'll do dick pics <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> So once again, that's War on Women, Capture the Flag on Bridge Nine Records. So from one gimmick band to another, now we're on Necrogoblicon. Welcome to Bonkers. And this is a self-release. This is Goblin Metal from Goblin Island. This is their fourth album, 11 tracks, no filler. And there have been some very scathing reviews that are pretty oh, really? easy to find. Yeah, I know. You'd be surprised. So I want to huh. read you the end of a review, and I'm not even going to plug their stupid whatever because they don't deserve it. Here is the end paragraph of their 1 out of 10 rating. Oh, my God. Yeah, for this album. And truly, when it does fall apart, what's left in its wake is a calamitous <laughs> waste of time that isn't even worth digging through to find some redeeming qualities. Even aside from how intriguingly gimmick-ridden and potentially harmful it is, <laughs> it's about as shoddy and amateurish as you can expect from death metal, with terrible production, worse lyrics, and the foated air of a band who now have, who know how skull-boringly dumb they are and that they'll get away with it all the same. <laughs> oh my god. Welcome to Bonkers is the rare shit show of a release that can't get a single thing right where it'll be a totally condemnable achievement 
if a worse album is released this year. Actually, <laughs> actually, to call this an album <sighs> might be giving Necrogoblicon too much credence. More than anything, this is just an insult. Oh my gosh. Holy oh my. fuck, man. That was the last paragraph. Oh my god. Of like a seven paragraph review. That had to have been someone who was kicked out of the band at one point. <laughs> you would think, or maybe like the fucking goblin king fucked his wife or something. Jesus, man. Like, yeah. seriously. I look, how do you give an album a one out of ten? No matter how much I hate a band, I don't know if I've ever given them a one out of ten. I will confidently say that Fallout Boy album's one out of ten. No, because there's there's actual music there. It's a two out of ten or a three out of ten. <laughs> it's a two. <laughs> <laughs> but holy shit, man. Like I had to read that. Now there are other sites that did enjoy it. And yeah. I guess for me, I want to say that if you write this off as humor, which I guess that dude was doing, or you don't yeah. like the concept, then I'm triggered. All right. I'm triggered, yeah. and you're a racist, and you should lose your job. That guy should lose his job. Yeah, probably. Because I have been waiting for albums that really delve into the issues for Goblins for a really fucking long time. All right? <laughs> it's 2018, and you must accept whatever anyone chooses to be. Yes. That's what Agreed. I say. Yep. And if that happens to be a Goblin then I'm glad they finally have their voice. I mean, come on, Dave. We just talked about a band that focuses on women's issues gimmicks. Yes. So why can we not have... Go I don't see a difference here. Goblins' rights, either. women's rights. Yeah. What's the difference? The Goblins really got the fucking shaft in Lord of the Rings, too. This is about time. They did. They had someone on the platform, you know? And did you see the movie Bright on Netflix? Uh, no, I, 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 I don't really want to. <laughs> yeah, well, you're a racist then, because that's where they go into all this, even though I don't think goblins were represented, which, once again, racist. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, I, look, we live in a society where you can't be putting these people down. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying these people, as in yeah. goblins. Yeah. Uh, the youngest girl, Coraline, upstairs, I put on the music video before we're recording right now, and she thought it was Yoda. <laughs> well yoda is just for kids so yep it makes total sense <laughs> but yeah man i mean and i'm not even taking back my statement there it was completely factual no sarcasm i completely agree with everything i said i endorse that message but a lot of deathcore wailing style here creepy uncleans it's raspy barking goblin-y you know that's yeah. kind of the way they go and though some cleans every once in a like while, too. Iron Maiden type of cleans. Yes. <laughs> it's like old power metal, you know, like yeah. that kind of thing. And you can definitely hear that in the track The Magic Spider, for instance. Yes. But definitely. yeah, man, look, there's really good guitar work here. Blast beats. It's accomplished music musicianship. Can I even say that? Musicianship. <laughs> I don't know. They go back and forth between lots of genres. Like we said, power metal technical and symphonic death metal i don't know probably yeah. more that i forgot their names i really enjoyed my way through this i don't care what anyone Dude, fucking says this is the most fun album we've reviewed <laughs> wow impressive it is fun like I, my after my first listen i i knew almost every song title not to mention right. this the album title 
is the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard. Welcome to Bonkers is a damn good fucking title. Man, that's a good ass. I mean, I love this album. I mean, you have to, it's like Guar, you know, you have to take it. Yeah. Like, be creative, you know, like, it's fun to be like, I don't know, have a damn uh, imagination every now and then, you know? That's what I would think. And I mean, they've been around for a while. Been around for a while? I couldn't believe they're from the States. I, I figured yeah. they're overseas. At first, I thought this was a Swedish band. There's oh, no doubt sure. about that, for sure. But, man, they're going to be on Warp Tour. I'm That's really awesome. hoping to go see them. Oh, man. I am really. Awesome. Oh, yeah, for sure. Watch that music video, that music video for Dresses Goblins. Oh, man, what a good song. What a good, and a good story throughout the music video. Like, it was directed by Brendan Small, and Brendan Small's a fucking genius. If you don't know who he is, he did home movies and Metalocalypse, and he's, like, an amazing guitar player. It's just, it makes sense, and I don't care what anyone says. Like, fuck you if you don't like this. Like, go listen to something else, because Necrogoblicon, fuck yeah. That's what I got to say. Yeah, yeah, man. And I know, I guarantee it. I'd be willing to bet that Ian is probably going to try to rearrange a conversation with this one. <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> that That is on my list as well as, like I said, I still want to talk to Chugaboom. Oh, yeah, Chugaboom. I reached out. I don't think they like interviews probably. Oh, uh, damn. But it makes sense. It does. Yeah. So I will reach out to Necrogoblicon, and I hope they do it in character. Better yet, oh, man, it's not even a character. This is just what they are. They're goblins. I was I was checking out their um like other interviews and they do they hold character. Oh good. So, okay. Yep. Well now I'll know that. That's as research, opposed to guys. the Guar one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I really enjoyed this. It's fun. It's technical. I thought the production was really good. I don't know what yeah. that fucking tool bag was talking about, but I enjoyed it a lot. And it's finally given me the courage to go and write my string of albums just on the Thundercats. So Awesome. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Thundercats ho, baby. All right. I was thinking of Magical Spider or the final track because I think they're so fucking interesting. Yeah, man. It, all of these are interesting. So just pick one. Yeah, I think I got to go with the Magic Spider. Sounds good. Just remember, Dave, if you wish upon a magic spider, all your dreams will come true. Oh, wow. I think that's Thank what they you. said. I don't know. I could yeah. have been off on that one. But I hope everyone <laughs> enjoyed the, <laughs> the stick that was done yeah. throughout that entire thing. I still fucking love this band, though. Dude, I went back a little bit 
um they uh their album goblin island mm-hmm. every single song title has the word goblins in it besides the opening track <laughs> well i think their last album if i'm not mistaken when i was doing my research and i have to go back and listen to more because i was just told about this band and it pisses yep. me the fuck off that it took me this long to find out about them for anyone not to think i would like a fucking band dedicated to goblins i can't believe you didn't tell me about it but heavy meta which is a great fucking title for an album. Yeah. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that is a concept album about a tribe of goblins that are mortal that try to figure out a way to finally die. Huh. And if that doesn't get you to want to listen, I don't know what else will. I know, man. So I will buy you that uh, music venue in Austin, Texas. (laughs) If If you can tell me what iTunes has as the number one suggested listen off of this like you know how it stems off like hey you might also like oh go ahead and guess hmm let that me think about on that. The line. <laughs> that venue that's no longer for sale i'm sure hmm. i'll fucking buy it from them don't you dare cheat ian i can't i don't have apple oh yeah 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 all right you're good <sighs> all right troll fest you might also like the best of simon and garf what <laughs> Swear to God. All right, you got me. That was good. I thought I was gonna have you a troll fest. I did. I can't believe like how how did they put these two together? I don't know. But look, I really do I know we're going off on a tangent, but who the fuck cares? It's Necrogoblicon. How many times do I get to say Necrogoblicon on yeah, Ian Hayes flow music? Is so yeah. smooth. Now I got better before I fucked that name up like a million times. <laughs> Necrogoblicon, I got that fucking shit down now. But like, I like weird-ass shit like this. That's why I want to... Look, I still love and I, I can't wait. I don't know what's happening right now. I've talked to Alan a few times now. I know he's still working on shit. But when I had Snow White's Poison Bite on the show yeah. for the Conversation Edition, I fucking love all of their stuff that they do. I, I It was all focused on zombies and all that shit, but it was so well done. And it yeah. was fun and it was technical fucking love that shit i i hope yep. that there's more new music coming out yeah i mean i need more stuff like this that's for sure no me too <laughs> i am very glad i honestly thought that i was gonna come on the show and it was gonna be you being like oh fuck this shit like that guy who did that fucking <laughs> review dude the music videos alone i love this band no good okay i've actually opened up a lot of people to this band i'm very happy about that yeah man good stuff i think I think, like, if I did artwork, this would really be who I would send it to. No, that would be awesome. You should. That way we can get them on the show. Yeah, bring it. I want to maybe bring something to Warped or something, you know? Yeah. No, I hope they do a signing or some shit, because I will definitely I try and go there. I want to meet that fucking goblin. Fuck yeah. So once again, that's Necrogoblicon. Welcome to Bonkers. And it's a self-release. Whoo! Wow, Dave. That is it for album reviews. Holy fucking shit. I'm tired. You're tired. I'm fucking tired. I'm tired. All right, let's talk about what's going on for next week. This is the week of 420, Dave. Oh, shit. Smoke them if you got (laughs) them. Doobies, 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 right? Or something? I don't know. I'm not cool. All right, 420, the same day that Super Troopers 2 is coming out. We've got... (laughs) Tesseract, Shields, The Noble, Charmer, Loom, Edenthorn, 
Yeah. Huh. Oxbloods and Seasons. I have a yeah, lot of new music. I'm sure to we're to missing it. some. Yeah, probably. But that's a lot of bands that I don't know much about, except for like Tesseract and The Noble. The Noble's actually from Boston. Now, The Noble is not this like Noble, the band that does like none of the branch off of In Fear and Faith, right? Right. And Attack Attack. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This, no, this is the hardcore band from Boston, I believe. Okay. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. New bands. New bands. Yeah. Why not? All right, Dave. Why don't we go on now, finally, to scene news? It's time. You think we're going to kiss your ass since you get a good review in your magazine? Well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self righteous pose and want to be right or can't be out pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass! Oh yeah, scene news time. Time to run through these because who gives a fuck? After we do all that, like, what does this even matter anymore? I know, it doesn't even matter, man. It's okay. We have a lot of people leaving bands and whatnot, so let's talk about it. First up, Taylor Lumley quits Beartooth. Apparently, it's for his own reasons. He wants to focus on life and his own projects. I mean, it seems like it's amicable. It's not one of those things where you're going to find out later that he didn't want to quit or something. I mean, the whole band is Caleb anyways. Yeah, I was going to say that next. <laughs> it's all Caleb's. It's just a question of does it affect the album coming out, but I don't think it will because I think Caleb's no. doing everything. Yeah, it won't make a difference. Next up then, we also have more people leaving. We have one of the founding members of Taking Back Sunday, guitarist Eddie Reese. I think is how you say it. Reyes? Maybe it's Reyes. Maybe. Yeah, uh, whatever. He is leaving Taking Back Sunday. Not a moment too soon, because that band fucking sucks. <laughs> they didn't used to suck, but nope. like I said, don't be a rube and go see them live, because they no. are one of the worst bands you can possibly see live. Just listen to their old stuff. Yep, You'll that's be fine. what I'll do. It's, it's the way to go, for sure. But once again, I guess that one's personal reasons again. So, whatever. So, I don't really listen to Motograder, but they say, <laughs> yeah, al- allegedly, they say allegedly... That they replaced their bassist without actually letting the bassist know. Surprise. Yeah, and then just posted a picture of this really, really hot woman who's taking over. You know, they're like, yeah, she's going to be a lot better to take on tour. I think her name is Aeon Cruz. Oh, wow. Huh. I don't know. Great name. Great look. Probably an amazing bassist and talented and smart woman. So, yeah. Yep. All for it. Go for it, Motograder. <laughs> Maybe I'll go see you live. We mentioned before that Devil Driver is going into the studio to do that outlaw country, you know, cover kind of thing that they were doing. That was going to be pretty interesting. It turns out that they're also going into the studio to do a, I guess, a double album that might be out in 2019 and 2020. Unique. Yeah, man. I guess you can't say they're not working hard. Yeah, I know, man. Hardly working. Am I right? Ugh. <laughs> I'll terrible. let you know after the album comes out. <laughs> hey Now, another band that you may know, Cold Black, has decided to pull out of their, I believe, European tour and go on indefinite hiatus. That's bad. Yeah, they say they might be back, but, I mean, if they're not in it and they can't actually, like, it turns out they're going to other projects and everything, so who really knows? I liked their last, I think they put out an EP or an album last year or the year before. Mm-hmm. 
But I liked okay. it. You know, they were good. But it, it's a shame when that happens, but maybe they'll be happier doing whatever. Like I said, guys, we are just trudging through these because there's yeah. there's nothing to debate. You know, there's nothing Not to really. really like go into, go into. So we'll continue on here with two new Kill Switch Engage stories. First one is that Howard Jones actually stopped by the studio and did a feature on one of the new tracks. So, look, for me, I would rather have Howard Jones in Kill Switch any day. Yeah, I'd just rather not have Kill Switch, but... Oh, Dave. <laughs> Come on, man. End of heartache? Come on. No, man. Just not just not my thing. Oh, Dave. You're fired. You can get Necro Goblicon out of me, but not, not Kill Switch. <laughs> You're leaving on non-amicable fashion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dave has been replaced <laughs> by a hot, <laughs> hot girl that happens to play a bass. Yep, her name is Aeon Cruz. <laughs> so, on other Kill Switch and Gaze news, or I guess in other Howard Jones news, more likely, we had talked about the project that D. Snyder was putting together. It's him, Howard Jones, and then Jamie Josta. Apparently... It's revealed what the title is called. I had it here a second ago. It's called Love of Metal. Or, huh. no, the record is called For the okay. Love of Metal. So I, I don't fucking know. It's coming out in July <laughs> on Napalm Records. And if it doesn't suck, we'll talk about it. Okay, fair enough. How about that? And last up, you know, normally we like to end with something we're going to really talk about. But we're not, really, because they're saying that American Head Charge vocalist Cameron Heacock Wow, what a last name. Yeah. Was arrested after allegedly stealing a van full of stolen equipment and more. And all I have to say is I hope he fucking rots there because that band sucks. Yeah, it never never trust someone with the name Cock in their name. Oh, I don't even know where to go with that one because I'm trying to think of people with the name Cock. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, that was like the one. Why can't you trust him? He's I dead. <laughs> Rest in power. <laughs> But no, really, I fucking hate that band. I hate them, and I hated them back in the day when all the new metal bands were coming out and I had to go to shows that had American Head Charge. I never understood why anyone liked them. Yeah, who who the fuck knows? Fuck them. Unless he's innocent. And then I hope for the best. He's not innocent. <laughs> no, damn it. Right. Well, Dave, that was a really weird scene news segment because there really wasn't much to talk about. A lot of people left bands we didn't care about. Pretty much. Pretty, yep. pretty, pretty much. So, once again, on that note, I think it's time for new songs. All right, everyone, it is new song time, and we start out with Hope's Fall, H.A. Wallace Space Academy. The album Arbiter comes out July 13 on Graphic Nature slash Equal Vision Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have Sink the Ship, Everything, featuring Levi Benton. The album Persevere 
comes out April 27 on Sharp Tone Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have Hawthorne Heights, Starlighter, Echo, Utah. The album Bad Frequencies comes out April 27 on Pure Noise Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have Ghost with Rats. The album prequel comes out June 1 on Loma Vista Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have the new one from Godsmack. This is When Legends Rise. The album When Legends Rise comes out April 27 on BMG. Let's take a listen. Now the new one from Barry Tomorrow. This is Black Flame. The album Black Flame comes out July 13 on Music for Nations. Let's take a listen. Now we have By the Thousands, Visions of Inner Depth. 
the album Visions of Inner Depth. Apparently, we have every album and their title track. Anyway, the album comes out May 11th. Let's take a listen. Last up, we have Dead Girls Academy, No Way Out. The album Alchemy comes out June 15 on Victory Records. Let's take a listen. Fuck yeah, Dave. New songs are over, and bam, 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 I loved them all. Oh, you did? I did indeed. Man, I, there's one I'm not catching on to. Uh-oh. Um, people really were, had a lot of hype around the band uh, Hope's Fall. Is that, is that, yeah, man. That's, I just, is there something I'm missing? Yeah, just, it was good. It's not going to blend. No, I don't agree. I enjoyed I it. To, I look into it a little bit more, I guess. Look into it, buddy. Look um, into that track. I like the new Hawthorne Heights song. Me too. Um, and I think that album's going to be good. I don't, I don't really believe they put out have put out a bad album. So yeah, it's just kind of a change in song. Uh, like not change in song. It's like a change in style, still a little bit. Like it's emo, but yep. it's not Nikki FM. No, not at all. And still great music. Um, they're they're from Ohio and Dayton, obviously. So they have their Obviously. album out in stores there. Um, like in their local like record store. I kind of want to go get it. <laughs> Early, you mean? Yeah, it's already out yeah. there. Mine as well, man. Look, once again, I mean, you can't see it because of Rock on the Range. You don't want to go to that. But no. for everyone else, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, Hawthorne Heights is on that major tour with friend of the show, Sienna Skies. Go see him. Yeah, man. And they're doing like this like album release party where it's like a local like record shop. And it's like pizza and like a big like, I think they're going to play the record front to back oh very um, cool i'm really thinking about going to that um do it nikki works so i'd have to bring FM. a seven-year-old i'm not sure i think he'd be okay at, an, at a hawthorne heights show so hopefully bring those big uh headphone earphone things yeah, or whatever yeah yeah protect him yeah and give him a phone to play with 
Yeah, <laughs> that's all. That's all you really need. Yeah, there you go. You're fine. He has one request. The only thing he wants to see is like Monster Flames live, <laughs> and I really need to get his dad's approval before I take him. Ah, uh, <laughs> very true. But yeah, I mean, the Godsmack one was like whatever. Yeah. Yeah, you get the joke. It's. <laughs> oh jeez, Dave. Oh jeez, thank you, thank you, thank you. It was very radio rock, and it was like what it was catchy and blah. It's fine. Yeah, I think the ship's pretty good. Yeah, man, with Levi in it too. Yeah, good music video. Um, they're in Ohio soon, I think too. So, whole bunch of stuff coming my way. Look at that, man. Why would you ever want to move? Well, go outside. Tell me about it, motherfucker. <laughs> it's snowing right now. Yeah, same here. Um, Burry, <laughs> Burry tomorrow. <laughs> Barry tomorrow. I like that. I like that they're yeah. back. Also, like I, I've talked about many times, Dead Girls Academy. I yeah, enjoyed that's it. Very different. Like yes. it's a different style, that's for sure. Produced by a Mr. Ronnie Radke. Oh, oh yeah. yep. And then come on, Ghost. I know you're not a huge fan of Ghost, but come on, anytime they went rats. <laughs> I can do I it. I watched the music video with it. Oh of yeah. Course. Badass, man. Rats. The video. Oh, no Necro Gobblecon, but. <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> if anyone heard you say that. <laughs> just, did, like, it, did, it, did I glitch too? No, like Ghost is one of the biggest metal, like they're considered the biggest metal band in the world. No, nah, they're still, they're no Necro Gobblecon. <laughs> I'm standing by it. I want you to tattoo that yourself. <laughs> that's that's been my new bit here on out. I used to make fun of Cold World. Welcome to the new era of Necrogoblicon. Oh, man. I love it. Thank you. Yep. I'm all for it. I am all for it. But yeah, anything else major that you want to talk about here? Uh, there's, I mean, I wouldn't say anything too big. I, the uh, By the Thousand, that's a pretty heavy band. Um, I kind of like that. Um, they were definitely the metalcore type of uh, style. Mm-hmm. True. And I think we literally just covered every one of them. So. Yeah, pretty much. No, it's very true. <laughs> It was a smaller week, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, a lot of albums. Lots of albums. And really, I think we're fucking tired. So, Dave, unless we got anything else, why don't we end the show? Um, I think it's time. I got shit to do. <laughs> All right, Dave. That is the end of Ian Hates Music for this week. Do that thing you do. All right, guys. Another good episode. Hope you guys still like the live episode. Really push Ian to do it again. (laughs) It's going to save his life someday, I think. It might, actually. Because (laughs) I think it's almost like when we do this, I have a safety net. So it's like if I fuck up a word, then I'm like, oh, I'm going to redo it. But I think this episode would have been really good live. Yeah, probably. Because I think our jokes would have gone over. Yeah, people would have been laughing and laughing instead of you just sitting there going like, I don't get Ian's references. Yeah, I don't know what Ian's talking about. <sighs> Dave, Dave, Dave. At least you got the Shark yeah. Party reference, which was like way oh, out dude. there. So, Dude, I love it. Jesselnik. I'm with you, buddy. All right, go on. Go on. Yeah, so make sure you check us out. You know, social media, we plugged it earlier, but damn it, send us some more hate mail. That's what we want. Damn straight. Uh, check out Necrogoblicon. Have we mentioned <laughs> that yet? Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, share, tell a friend, rate and review. Um, I'm sure Ian has a conversation coming out. Oh, my Arguably goodness. Probably this week. I have so many 
conversations. There's just really not any time. There's not any time. I was going through another one last night just trying to finish it. Wow, I think my phone fell. I was just trying (laughs) to finish it, and it's still not done because it's like an hour and a half conversation. Yep. So keep an eye out, though. Yes, keep an eye out because I did a great one last week with a really humble guy who really knows his shit. Like It was a lot of fun doing that. I've got another couple this week, if I'm not mistaken, plus, Uh you know, live music and all that shit. So there's a ton of stuff coming out for sure. And I don't want to give anything away. I just hope that people took a listen to the one with Joe Taylor from Versus and from Joe Taylor Must Die. That was like maybe the most serious conversation. It's deep. Yeah, it really is. And I know some people had to turn it off because they were like, this is bringing up my own like issues and stuff but the whole point of it is that he made it through yeah that's the positive part at the end and i like being real i like hearing real people's stories and he wanted that to be his first interview so i hope people understand why he chose me to do it and you know the gravity of that conversation yeah that was a that's a deep one that's for sure yeah i think you already said probably your heaviest one you've done i would say so I would. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That is until you do the Necrogoblicon interview. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to talk about like goblins <laughs> taking over the earth and the subjugation of goblins and how they don't get their due here. And it's 2018. Let's stop with all this bullshit. Yep. That's the important thing, really. Damn straight. So, yeah, Dave, I think that's it for right now. I don't know. I would say taxation is theft, but yeah. it's going to be done with taxes by the time you know, all this shit is done. So, (laughs) oh, well, what are you going to do? Dave, do you have any final words for everyone? Don't be a dick and go check out Necrogoblicon. See, why couldn't you say, don't be a human, be a goblin or something? (laughs) Because man, people are, they're not going to give Necrogoblicon the chance. I know they won't. The chance they deserve. That's right. Those narrow minded assholes. Sons of bitches, racism, fuckers. Uh Uh-huh. It's true. And I will leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So goodbye to you. So I'll